0: Welcome to the Report Report. Today on the show, it's just me, Renee, talking about doodling. I am a doodler. The Wikipedians say a doodle is a drawing made while a person's attention is otherwise occupied. They go on to say, Doodles are simple drawings that can have concrete representational meaning or may just be composed of random and abstract lines, generally without ever lifting the drawing device from the paper, in which case it is usually called a scribble. Wikipedia would have it that one's attention must be diverted to create a doodle. It must be otherwise occupied. I disagree. While it is true that the doodle is not focused on the product, I could sit alone in a room with a piece of paper and a pencil and doodle as if I was in history class. What a doodle requires is a lack of focus. And that is part of the beauty of a doodle. A doodle is a form of entertainment because doodling distracts attention without requiring full focus. While writing and working require attention, doodling requires the opposite. A doodle dies when thought about. To doodle, one must flip from image to image, filling up the white space, inadvertent creation. To me, the doodle comes in many forms. Obviously, there are different kinds of doodles. Boils down to two kinds, actually. Face Doodles and Pattern Doodles I am a face doodler. I make a quick line, then turn it into a face. Another spare line, the body. In this way, I solve the puzzle of a person on the page. Some come with points. Pointy chin, pointy nose, pointy elbows. Some come soft. Flabby belly, round face, big nose. Others are grotesque, otherworldly beings of the imagination. The other kind of doodle is a pattern doodle, an absent-minded but detailed paisley taking the shape and margins of a notebook, interlocking squares repeated on graph paper. This is not to say that the two types of doodles never combine. For instance, in the pattern coat of a tall, aloof woman with a long nose, or the trees in the distance that become a mosaic of triangular tiles. But what other kinds of doodles are there? Is the concept of the doodle even limited to visual media? No, I could doodle forever without touching pen and paper. Sometimes I doodle in sound. A DAW, or a digital audio workstation, is a beautiful thing. It allows the creator to record audio, then organize it and change it on a computer. The DAW also allows the creator to draw music. Literally. The piano roll is a chart. Pitch on the y-axis, time on the x-axis. Notes are represented as filled boxes. The creator can place notes on a chart, and they will play back in the song. MIDI, short for Musical Instrument Digital Interface, is a way of recording onto this chart in real time. A keyboard or another controller, sends a signal to a computer to place a note on the chart. The note then acts like any other. The creator can copy it, move it, change the volume, change the length, and so on. A MIDI file can then be changed to a traditional audio file by a process called bouncing. A whole project can be bounced into one file for exporting. I go into this explanation because I want the layperson to see how music and drawing are similar, at least to me. My musical process is doodle-like as well. I start with a blank project, then I fiddle with my keyboard until something catches my ear. That becomes a start, the first piece of the puzzle, the quick line that the world emerges from. But not only on the computer does the doodle rear its head, my guitar is like my pencil My ears are the blank sheet of paper waiting to be filled. My fingers know some technical patterns and tricks, but the rest comes from within. I could sit for hours listening to myself play whatever comes out. Sometimes I play a lick and repeat it or modify it. Sometimes I play a melody. Sometimes I bash out chords. But it's only half of my focus involved. I don't think, what should I play? I could carry out a conversation spacey one, albeit, and keep listening to my guitar play. It's as if there is a microphone in my head and my body is the amplifier. Many dismiss musical doodling as not real practice, which is just like telling somebody they aren't a real artist. The benefits of a focused practice are great, but what is the point of an instrument other than to create? I focus to lose focus. What about improv, I hear you ask? Improv is a highly focused process. The artist must know what is being played around them, what will work, what they want. Only after those considerations does the doodle come out. With no other musicians around me, I can let the doodle free with no worries. My father's bedtime stories have evolved over the years. For a while, they were tales of our motorcycling adventures. But recently, we started telling Yano stories. These stories take place in Niceville, home to most other bedtime story characters. Niso and Niceo, Traino, Runo, and so on, all live there. Yano, like the others, embodies his name. He's a fat man with sleepy eyes who sits in his armchair sleeping. In fact, not only does he sleep in his armchair, he sleeps wherever he is. In his Model T, he could drift off, at the park, even at a sporting event. Each story begins with Yano falling asleep then the rest of the story is his dream. What is interesting about Iyanu's story is that it is told like a verbal doodle. The storyteller sees one image in his mind's eye and describes it. The description involves words and sometimes the words jump the track of sense and follow their own logic. A cat might be leaning against a pillar, and we follow this caterpillar as he crawls through the leaf litter, swerving around and over the bottle caps and scraps of paper towards an old umbrella, which he opens to keep off the downpour of ums. It's really a story that tells itself, and always arrives at the same place. A snore. A cascade of language, coherent sometimes, sometimes not, lasting until my father falls asleep. Coming from a deep in the mind maybe coming from the same place as a real dream, or maybe from the same place as a doodle. It is a story without focus. I become very attached to the doodles I make. I feel like I have created an old friend in every line. The worlds I create on the back of an envelope seem too close to reality for recycling. The Yano stories are too good not to record. The songs are too interesting not to develop. I have a big bin of paper doodles that I hope one day to look through. I might find someone I had forgotten. I might learn something about myself through what I make. Maybe future me will thank present me for the insight. And I hope that eventually, the world will hear my sonic doodles and like them. Thank you for listening to Fairly Obvious. You can email us at thereportreport at gmail.com, no caps and no spaces, with any of your stories or questions or comments, and we might put it on the podcast. Again, thanks for listening to the podcast.